You like this angle better? Or this angle? I like that one better. I think we're going to have Pertwee most of this evening. Hey, 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 I heard my name. Um, I guess, Pert, we, we could probably make sure at least slightly hears as we could hear Big Sexy in the background. Hey, Pop Bother Show. Yeah, I don't hear slightly. And I guess we're waiting for Jess. And, no um, music slightly. Oh, he's got to run and get coffee. Hi, Jester. No slightly, no words. Oh, barely. Um, no no music. No, I hear it. If you're quiet, it's real quiet in the background. I, I can barely hear it. We're... There we now go. Now we're hearing it. Doomsday, Podfather, Eric Kirk, 2003. Yeah. Well, and Pot, the Podfather show got an invitation to check us out tonight, and I'm confident he might enjoy us. And he might even have an invitation to call in a little bit later in the show. You gave him a VIP pass? Damn. <laughs> well, we're, all, we're always about in, introducing new and returning friends, are we not? Yeah. Well, we need to get Jess Duck and BP on in here. And the other friends. Hopefully Honeybee's on her way. Yeah, she's doing some stuff. She says she'll be checking in later. Alright. Um, and I'm also gonna fetch Robert as well. music just not the same without D-Live though. Oh, Ronnie. What is going on, everybody? So, last night after I came in late, you said, oh, we'll always be on at the same time. Unless I text you. I didn't get a text. Uh, well, you were late at 6.32. Come on. Uh, six, come on. You got to be more precise than that. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, Big Sexy said I had to grab my dinner. You ate your dinner that quick? No, it's sitting in front of me. Thank God oh. you don't have to watch me gobble my dinner anymore on D-Live. I know. I, you know, I was I was saying the music. I like the music, but it's just it's a little different without D-Live to go with it. Yeah. It's funny. That's okay. Hey, uh, Jester, BP might be a, pod, a bean hoe, but he's my bean hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness let's see uh make sure uh, i think it's uh, officially been posted uh, dumpling underscore 619 if you want to see since you don't get the visualization on the show right now you can always go check out big sexy's concoctions this evening yeah honeybee's got to show me the screenshot off instagram whenever she does it or facebook whatever you post on yeah yesterday was delicious it was uh, my grandmother's chicken and rice oh honeybee's oh. here now oh did i get to tell you that i did get i did get to try the new chili lime and i did get to taste the peanut butter whiskey oh and what'd you think i like the new thickness that you have you're thicker on the slices on the uh beef jerky Okay. I like the extra heat 
on the chili lime. Oh, yeah. And the peanut butter whiskey, I just took enough to taste it. Pretty darn good. It was pretty good. Well, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, we made uh, another batch of chili lime. And oh, my God, I can barely. It's, I'm, a, I'm a wimp when it comes to heat. But uh, <laughs> Big Sexy wanted to make one big batch all for himself. Uh, so, you know, because we're not going to be able to make some during our transition. And whoo-wee, talk about sweat. He sweats up a storm when he eats it. Since I missed last night, I've got to know, did he finish that behemoth of a meal that you had a picture of? Oh, my God. I, which, oh, yeah, he did. Yes. You're kidding me. Oh, yeah, that was so good. Did you have to roll him out to the car? Metabolism. Yeah, he, I don't know how he does it. He, I, I'm just waiting until he turns 40 or something. Maybe he'll start packing it on then. I don't know. Honeybee says, Hi, uh, I'm lucky that I got any because she likes it. I call the, the beef jerky. Oh, the beef jerky? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, when we uh, get back up and running and making some more, we'll uh, we'll, we'll send out some more. And uh, this the next time, you, who knows? You might have some nutritional values to go along with it. We'll see. Oh, don't screw it up. I know. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell us what's in it. Oh, there's nothing bad. Um, there's oh, BP there. now. It's oh, there's the pod bean hoe. Hey, bean hoe. And that was not coming from me, BP. Anyways, we're gonna get started. Live from, from Southern from California. Southern California. It's the slightly serious show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. One, two, three, go! Mm-hmm. All right. It's that time. It's time for another edition of the Slightly Serious Show. It is... I think it's Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Hump day. 17th. Hump day. The only humping going around here is me humping the fucking boxes to a pod. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of which, that's what I did today, and that was exciting. I uh, got uh, a phone call from uh, one of the realtors that, well, actually, the only realtor that we're dealing with in Las Vegas today. And uh, he's going to do a, uh, since, you know, that way we don't have to spend $200 in gas. To go up there in one day, like we did last week, he's going to um, he's going to do a virtual walkthrough with us on one of the properties. Oh, wonderful! Oh, interesting. Yeah, because there's like there's two different communities we're looking at. Uh, each one, there's only one lot remaining on each plan, and then there's something. Like, yeah, so one no. has like eleven thousand square foot lot, though. Is it another lottery deal, or you can just plop down some cash and say that's mine? Uh, this one, you can just plop down some cash and awesome. uh, it's yours. And I really like, if it's that one that uh, I saw the picture of, I really like that house. Well, uh, he he called on that for us and because, you know, they're pretty much open lots, but he called us back and that was uh, 2,300 square feet. Yeah, Honeybee liked it too. But unfortunately, they've already spec'd it out to build a 2204 plan. Still not bad. No, it's still a pretty good size space for just the two of you. But I, I'm thinking, you know, there's two different, uh, you know, on one, we like the home better. The other community, uh, we like the home, not as much, but it's got 11,000 square foot. It's, uh, you know, 11,000 square foot lot to it. I'm thinking, yeah. can you imagine what you could do with the backyard? Oh, yeah. You could raise some chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can steal fucking Dagmar's chickens inside. <laughs> Don't forget your parting gift. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I, I have that all lined up. 
uh, that or or maybe I could even have some horses or something. There you go. I don't know if they'll survive the heat though in the summertime. You might have to build them. You'd have to have some shelter, definitely out there. Yeah, they'd have to have some air conditioning or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're gonna build a barn with an air conditioner? I think so. I mean, 120. It gets to 120 degrees I, in the afternoons. I guess you are Papa Warbucks. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know, so you know, we're gonna be making uh, some decisions tonight, and uh, we'll see the walkthrough tomorrow. Um, I Eric, don't know. We'll see. Eric, you know the sad part is, if slightly and big sexy had horses. You know damn good and well because of Big Sexy, those horses be eaten better than most of the people in Vegas. You know what? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know what? The horses might eat, end up eating better than I do if you got horses. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably so, less picky than you are. Yeah, that they, they probably are. Just give them some hay. And, uh, <laughs> you know, well, that's, well, that's what a gay horse's favorite thing is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a big, big sexy would have to puree it, put it on a nice dish. But honeybee do the same darn thing. You know, nice presentation. You can't just give them a block of hay slightly. You got to really make it attractive and spice it up. Well, I wonder if he would do the same thing with the horses that he does with me and, and uh, call it portion control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, BP. Yeah, I don't know. Give them some hay and some oh, unbelievable. Yeah, give them. But you know what, BP? If a horse drank Ovaltine, it'd probably fucking just croak. Do they even have any livestock in that area of Nevada due to the heat? Uh, I I, I know in some areas there 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 are horses. I've only been out there a couple times, but I don't ever remember really seeing any. I think don't remember seeing like, any grass either. <laughs> yeah, there's not much grass. Uh, well, there is grass. It's all artificial though. Because, you know, keep in mind that they, they are in a drought. The uh, Lake Mead is like, it's it's going lower and lower every year. So uh, a lot of landscaping, uh, you know, people are using rocks. You know, you'll see a lot of rocks out there, though. I guarantee you that. You'll have rocks and uh, a lot of people do the, uh, like I said, the, uh, what is it called? AstroTurf, I guess, for lack of the other alternative word. At least you can't kill a rock if you try and raise it. That is true. And, and and some people enjoy rocks. They have pet rocks. Yeah, well, they're, they're special people you know, slightly. They are, yeah. You know, when I was in Vegas last, back in 2019, like whenever I would walk down like the, the Vegas Strip, like when I was there attending my, my brother and sister-in-law's wedding, um, um, I think at no time did I ever see any horse-drawn carriages like you would, say, in New York City near Central Park or... or yeah, I think you're or, right. Or near a big like tourist destination, or say like up in Helen, Georgia. Yeah, I mean they're probably on the outskirts of town, but I, I do know for a fact that they there are some horses well, that actually live there. But but I know like the, the 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 actual road of the Vegas Strip is like heavily traveled with cars and buses. Yeah, no more buggies, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on the outskirts of town, but. I don't know. Maybe yeah. next time I see one, I'll, I'll or, take or maybe down around Henderson. Who knows, right? Yeah, out there, maybe uh, a little bit out uh, towards the east, over by Lake Las Lake Las Vegas. That's actually a nice area out there. But oh my god, the homeowners association fees are outrageous. It's like five hundred dollars a month. Holy smokes! That sounds like highway robbery, right? Well, I think it's. Probably because it's more for the older community, uh, right? 
they get everything taken care of for them. How much did you say every, every month? Like four or five hundred dollars in homeowners association fees. Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty steep considering there's not much grass to mow out there. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else? Hey, where I live, we don't have a homeowners association. Even the, the the neighborhood where my old house was didn't have one either. Yeah, homeowners association things uh, can be very, very horrible things uh, if you're not careful. I mean, they can tell but, you or not you can extend your house or what you can do with your property sometimes. You, you know, it, the, I, I think the only thing worse than a, than a homeowners association or if not as bad is a county code enforcement. Mm. Well, in Las Vegas, they have two things. They have homeowners associations. In some, well, in a lot of communities. And then they have what's called SIDS and LIDS. And SIDS and LIDS uh, is basically, I don't know, like for master plan communities, it helps build parks and fire stations and shit like that. But the nice thing about the SIDS and LIDS thing is like, generally it's like a ten to $15,000 deal. And once that's paid off, you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's not like a HOA where it's like there until you die. So, anywho, what's going on, Mary? Good to see you. We have some horrible ones on, in Tampa. Yeah, HOA uh, associations. And the only and the other bad thing is a lot of the times, HOAs always go up. They never seem to go down in, in costs. So, that's uh, something else. Oh, they call that a CDD, Community Development uh, something or other? Deposit? I you said know. you've never been to Oatman, Arizona, right? I've never been to Oatman. That's, that's where they have little donkeys running around the streets and all. It's a neat little historical like place. And it's, it's down, it's in Arizona, but it's right where the point of Nevada meets. So you'll be a little closer. If you guys get, yeah, if you get a, like, like a little day trip or something, you might want to check it out. I saw something Honeybee and I did on YouTube about it. And it looked really cute. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. That's yeah. The, uh, the Arizona Nevada border is not too far off. That's for sure. Um, I would say you're about like over in Vegas, about a good 15 to 20 miles from it, because like, like around like Lake Mead and the Pat Tillman Bridge, you would be crossing right over into Arizona along Interstate 11. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've been out to the Hoover Dam and damn, damn, that dam is humongous. I don't know if anybody's ever been there, but uh, you get at the top of that. You're right about the lake level. And you look down and on, you know, from the top of the dam all the way down, and oh, one amazing! Uh, Somebody it, it, was hanging off the side of that building. That yeah, I it's oh, wow. it's it's impressive, and you know, pictures will give some justice to it. But there's nothing like being at the top of that thing and just looking down. And I, I made the mistake uh, probably a couple weeks after we visited, and I was thinking. I wonder if anybody is, you know, got over the side. They did when they built and, it. Well, even after it was built, there was uh, one or two videos on YouTube. Uh, and it showed someone just going right over it. And and it was not a happy ending. That's oh, no. no so they weren't parachuting or anything. Huh? They weren't. No, they were. They they've had they had enough of the Biden administration if Biden was in office that year. Wow. Yeah, it, was, it was it was very sad. I I yeah. Um, I'm, like I've been to like the top of Stone Mountain, and that was like shoot, like 
30 something odd years ago and you know and, and like around like the top of the mountain they have a, have like tall fences built, built up to where people can't can't go over them but mm-hmm. i think they have only one like like open area for like a hiking trail which i think is like on the side facing toward atlanta that that's really not not very steep and you would you would stop at like at the parking area of like a, a barbecue restaurant to to hike up the mountain Oh, and then there's also a sky lift or gondola cable that, that can also take cable cars up and down the mountain, like, you know, to the left side of the carving. Um, and then like down below the carving, like you would have like that field area where they do like the, the stone mountain Christmas and the snow mountain, like, like, like sledding ramp and the, mm-hmm. and the train station and then the summer laser show. Oh, that would be fun. A, a summer laser show. And then there's also a, a lake, like not far, far from it, it's between U.S. Highway 78 around like Hugh Howell Road vicinity and the mountain where like we have like, they have actual like duck boats that go in and out of the water. But but I'm sure you probably remember an incident that happened in Missouri like three years ago. One of the duck boats capsized and, and a couple of people drowned. And, and, the re- and the reason that happened is a bad storm came through and it and it really swelled up the lake waters. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And, and I think that same duck boat company out of Missouri is affiliated with that same duck boat company that that is a, that has a contract with Stone Mountains Lake. Interesting. Huh. I would have never thought that. Well, um, I know a lot of people were, you know, biting by their radios and television news channels to find out if we were going to have a verdict today. And, of course. Mm, still nothing own- new. There's yeah, there's nothing new. I, although I do, I did hear that uh, the defense attorneys have requested the the judge to throw the entire case out. That's the latest I've heard. I, I don't think I, that'll I, happen. I was also hearing that that story of there possibly being exculpatory evidence that the the prosecution like has willfully withheld, and then and I know the biggest criticism we may have discussed this last night, where you know like like the jury basically being sent home when they really should have been sequestered. Well, yeah, that's what I still, I still don't understand that. How, why is it that they're allowing them to go home to where they can be influenced by the, all the dumbasses that are out there protesting? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just for the, that simple fact, they should. Yeah. All the protester has to do is follow them home. It's not like it's top mm-hmm. secret. And a lot of people are out you there. Know, and, um, a lot of uh, people uh, pundits. That's a I good guess. way to get doxxed. You have a great point, partly. A lot of the pundits are saying that you know these jurors are already saying uh, they they're already feeling pressured and they're they they're fearing for their lives if they you know decide to allow him to you know decide that he's not guilty. So I that right there should prompt an automatic mistrial. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I I have a couple things uh, from Fox that uh, protesters have remained mostly calm outside the courthouse this past week, but tensions boiled over on Wednesday afternoon as jurors deliberated Rittenhouse's fate at stake. Fox News witnessed one protester strike a man with a camera after getting into a scuffle with other protesters. Uh, Police quickly moved in and detained the man who hit the cameraman, as well as another woman. Uh, the, 20, the man, a 20-year-old, was arrested for battery, disorderly conduct, and resisting arrest, according to Kenosha County Sheriff's Department. The 34-year-old woman was arrested for disorderly conduct. Uh, one of the protesters was slightly injured in the scuffle. 
says, quote, yes, I got a little hurt, so I had to leave. That's what a protester told Emily, a uh, protester named Emily told Fox News. Um, and still without a uh, without a verdict. So I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's going to end well either way. But at the end of the day, it's it's really sad when you have a young kid who was in fear of his life sitting there waiting on 12 individuals, none of which he's ever met, decides basically decides the fate for the rest of his life. And if you can imagine yourself in a position to where you escape once with your life after being chased down by the mob, and now you're praying like hell that these 12 individuals understand that, look, I was just trying to save my life. And, uh, I don't know. What, how would you – I'd be curious. How would you be feeling, Pert? I mean – would you have faith in the? Uh, if I, I was in his shoes, yeah. I, no, I would be. I, I'll tell you what. The pictures I've seen of him, he's a hell of a lot more calm than I could be in that situation. Because right now, there's too much mob rules, not enough actual justice going on, and uh, you know the the stuff that they come out to try to to do and say to make him in a bad light or convict him, get him convicted. You know, one of them is like, well, he shouldn't have been there. Well, it doesn't matter where he should or shouldn't have been. It's just like if you go home one day and you take a different route home because you want to go see something over here or just change a scenery and something happens and you're drawn into it, are you guilty because you shouldn't have been there? Right. I took the wrong route. Damn. Yeah. And I mean, they go, well, he went to protect an auto dealership that he never knew, that he had no business. You know what? He was a concerned. This is the way I look at it. He was concerned American. They got tired of all the riots going on, not peaceful protests. They were riots. And he wanted to do something about it. When he got there, he had an intention of defending, not of what happened. I don't, I don't think he went there with the intention of, I'm going to go shoot some people tonight. No, I think he went there to try and keep the mobs down. And when the mobs turned on him, it became a self-defense measure. I agree with that uh, 100%. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, it's not like he was going down the, the streets uh, looking to shoot people. No. I mean, not, you know, the people last summer in the streets all across the country, um, their intent was a lot different than yeah. Kyle's. And he did the research on the gun before he went. If his, whole intent, if his whole intention was to go to shoot some people, number one, I don't think he would have showed up with a big rifle that it was very obvious for everybody to see. And I don't think he would have bothered about checking out the gun laws as to what and he could and could not legally possess. That's true. And uh, Mary says, and he answered, he answered to the call out of out for a militia by some other person. Uh, he did not go alone. Yes, it's true. Yep. And well, now they're trying to bring the other guy up on charges for buying the gun for him. It's, it's just, it's never ending. You know, it's the whole, let's blame somebody. I saw something on, on a, a post on one of the Fox News articles where somebody said, oh, if the police would have stepped up, the police would have done this, and if the police would have, and yada, 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 those two people would still be alive today. I'm sorry. I don't know who it was that posted that, but no, those two people would probably be dead today because they were thugs. Somebody would have shot them for something, plain and simple. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. If they want to say he shouldn't have been there, well, all the pieces of shit thug bags that were out in the street shouldn't have been there in the first place. Exactly. I mean, how, how can you defend 
I'm sorry, how can you you uh, try to prosecute one guy for being somewhere where you say he shouldn't have been when, like you said, those other people were somewhere they shouldn't have been either? I agree. Um, and then uh, I also read an article. I forget when, which one of the dumb bimbos on The View. I think it was The View. It was basically touting how, oh, Kyle and his fake white tears. The spew? No, I think. Um, is it Whoopi Joy or Sonny? I did or see Sarah. that. And I, I saw that, but I can't remember who it was. It sounds like something either uh, Joy or uh, what's her name, Whoopi, would say. I'm going to look it up really quick. Or, or Sonny. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I, you know, like I, I don't pay attention to too much of that shit, but I just, for the simple fact, as you see people in the media, no matter what, like I said yesterday, this has nothing to do with racism. No, uh, the shooting, but still you have people in the media and I, I, I consider the view uh, media because I mean, they, they like to dig their shoes into their high heels into fucking politics and whatnot. And they want to drag this into, oh, it is white tears. Let me ask you, why is nobody reporting on Biden's comment regarding that where he called Kyle a white supremacist and other things? And that's you tell me that's not influencing public opinion and or the jury if they hear that. Unbelievable. That I, is, I didn't leader, hear that. Oh, yeah. He called him a white supremacist. That's the leader of our country who has more important things to take care of. Now, So, so you're talking about the guy who said, if you don't vote for me, you're I'm not talking black? about Brandon. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. And I know before anybody says, I know Trump commented on some different things, too. Doesn't mean I agreed with him on that either. But just why? Why? All the shit you got going on, you can find time to comment on that. But if a reporter asks you a question when you're at the podium taking questions, you don't have time to do it. Do you think if he if he gets released and is acquitted of all charges, uh, Biden or no? <laughs> that was that was good. I like. That. No, I'm talking about Kyle. Do you think there'll be people out to get him? I, I think he better move and possibly even change his name. Yes. Maybe he maybe he better start identifying as somebody something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, un- unfortunately, he he definitely would at least have to move. I would think. Yeah. So no matter well, he'd probably have to get out of Illinois and Wisconsin entirely. So no matter what happens to him in this case, I mean, his life is pretty much ruined. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of parts in Southern Illinois where there are, I don't want to say, not white supremacists, but people who would make sure he was protected, Eric. Mm-hmm. Well, he needs he needs to be protected no matter oh, what yeah. happens. I mean, they're like, like I said, I, I guarantee you, uh, as the mob themselves, they'll they'll find someone to go. I mean, hell, I wouldn't put it past the Clintons to try to go after him. I don't know why would the Clintons go after him? Just to help out the liberals. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> they said, "Hey, there's no there's no land thing involved here." The Clintons oh, have that's to go true. after him. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It's not yeah. you know nothing political or anything. It just just a simple stand your ground um, self defense case. Well, you know how like the Clintons are that they would they would suicide um, their enemies or are they or they like their term arkansided. Um, and and Juanita Broderick could probably tell you that. Come on, Eric. You know that it's not. You know people can cut off their head and walk them. What was it? A mile down the road after they cut off their head? No. That's, that's yeah. They they weren't murdered. Come on. Wow. Yeah, there was something like that. I, it, my 
wasn't a mile, but somebody was decapitated and they found the head so far away, no sign of like an animal dragging it or carrying it or whatever. And they said, Oh yeah, this was suicide. Are you sure? You, are you sure you didn't hear this from the Cummings is culture show? No, 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 no. I did not, did not hear that from the Cummings is conspiracy show. No. Okay. Just shocking. Oh my goodness. But yeah, there were some pretty crazy tales on, on that, you know, and then you had the, uh, can't remember who it was, but the guy they found in a park that committed suicide by shooting himself with a pistol, but he had no powder burns on his hands. Oh, that was a hard one to pull off there. That is pretty hard. Yeah. I, I guess he wore a pair of gloves, shot himself in the head, disposed of the gloves somehow before he passed away. I don't know. Wow. That's talent right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, too yeah. bad. They don't have Johnny Cochran, um, you know, to defend the suspect who allegedly murdered them, because you know what Johnny Cochran would say: "If the glove doesn't fit, you must quit." That's right, Eric. Remember Always, that. I do. Yeah, but I wasn't a fan of him because that was. I mean, when you saw OJ putting on that glove, it's like, dude, you got to close your fingers to put a glove on. <laughs> he's putting the glove on. He's making his hand as big as possible. It was so obvious in the tape, and nobody called him out. And to this day, I want to know what the hell was in that envelope they gave to Judge Ito. Remember, beginning of the trial, oh, yeah. gave him a sealed manila envelope that was to be in his possession and not discussed. So now, is he still alive, right? Ito, I don't know. Producer Eric, is uh, Judge Lance Ito still alive and kicking? Yes. Okay. I think he's basically um, retired from the bench. Um, has he been he OJ was a um, I don't believe he has, and, and he is especially, I don't think, written a book about the, the OJ case, and, and he's not hell? even given interviews about it either. I wonder by law what they're bound to uh, oh, I you know, withhold or what have you from their cases they try. I guarantee you he'd be a rich, well, he might already be rich, but he'll, he could be even that much richer if he came out with a book about the OJ case. Hey, well, if he's if he's in the process of writing a, a memoir that'll probably come out after he dies, then then I guess we'll we'll know then. But don't you find interesting? Nobody has talked about that envelope that the defense gave to him at the beginning of the trial. I wonder what it was. You think it was a bundle of cash? <laughs> it, I mean, it was a letter size, or maybe even legal size. It was hard to tell on TV, but one of those size Manila envelope sealed. And it showed it right on TV when they handed it to him and said that it was given to Judge Ito to be in his, what do you call it, protection or, or guardianship or whatever. Hmm. I don't know. We'll probably never know unless uh, Lance yeah. wants to start talking, I mean, before he passes. But then again, who cares? You know, if, if there's uh, certain things uh, in the law that uh, judges can't write a book, I mean, what better way to go than just release your book when you die? Yeah. Well, granted, you know, I, I mean, technically, the evidence, you know, the DNA, and you had the one cop Furman planted and screwed. He screwed the whole investigation up, the trial, when he came out and, you know, the blood yeah. and everything. That, that was done for that. But the thing is, okay, let's, let's take that out and say that that didn't happen or what have you. It still would have been hard to convict him beyond a shadow of a doubt. Remember, beyond the shadow of a doubt. So if it came out today that they found a knife with his and her blood DNA on it, OJ's handprints on it, and it was in OJ's toaster, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Would that really change anybody's mind at this point? I don't think so. I, 
And probably, probably wouldn't. And you have to consider the fact that because he, he was acquitted, he can never be tried again on exactly the case of his, his ex wife and her friend because he's the, then they would be committing double jeopardy. Yep. And did you? And I don't know. And I'm just going to throw this out there. During that entire case, to me, and like I said, this is just me. You can th- send all the hate mail to slightly serious show at gmail.com. It seemed to me that throughout that entire case, basically the thought process of whether he was guilty or not guilty followed along racial lines. I didn't take that from it. That's how it felt. Unless, unless, uh, unless the person uh, you know was a sports fan, then obviously a lot of sports fan would never even hell. You could say that the DNA was on the glove, and they would say, "Oh no, he didn't do that." I mean, I lied to it, but I didn't have any problem separating his sports life from what had happened. Well, he was a celebrity, yes, but the sports thing had nothing, had no impact on me. But there are those that are big time sports fans that are going to react. Yeah. You know, I was just curious what uh, people thought about that. I mean, hell, today's world, he'd be a top draft pick, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, he would. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he probably wouldn't have been released from the Las Vegas Raiders either. <laughs> um, you know, and, um, I, you know, when I look back also on that OJ trial, I think there were, were a lot, lot of things about that trial that didn't really make sense that, I think in a lot of ways that trial was kind of a shit show because the media just swooned over like 24 seven. Oh my God. And, um, I mean, they and were people getting like Kato like no and Marsha Clark. Oh, th- there was even an incident where Marsha Clark, you know, appeared on the tonight show. Like when the trial was going on, you know, like, like, like some sort of like d- dance brigade. Um, and I was like, really? That is just so tacky. Well, I, I think that was the slowest chase in history. <laughs> with the white OJ or with the white Bronco? Oh, white yeah. Bronco, I remember that. The Blanco Bronco, as they called it in L.A. El Blanco Bronco. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much that Bronco is worth nowadays. I don't know. I saw somewhere not too long ago where it was, but I forgot where it was. I bet you it's uh, worth some uh, a considerable amount of money. Let's uh, see if this... Oh, never mind. He decided not to call. I'm curious to see if, uh, if maybe Cummings is maybe Cummings. Maybe Cummings is live now. We'll find out. Hola, señores. Como estas? I, I think it's Cummings. Hey, so listen, that white Bronco, the Blanco Bronco? Yeah, yeah, do you own it? No, it's sitting at the Alcatraz East Museum in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. That's right. Really? Yep. Wow. They bought it, huh? Uh, no, I think it was just donated to sit there in it, I think. And if you want to see it, I bet it's a good penny to get into that museum because uh, I thought it's not about bad. that one night. Well, not bad for your money. Well, he's nah. mm-hmm. Cum- nah. Cummings is rich. He, he's retired from uh, his podcast. He, he's, he made he's out. Got, yeah, he's got old timer money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bought all that land in Alabama, flipped all the houses. Right. Uh, I see, Senor Grande Pesos. See, oh, Grande Pesos. There you go. Yeah, grande. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to hear hear your voice there, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy hey. accepts payment in uh, bitcoins and burritos. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. Hey, burritos would probably go further here than Bitcoin. Let me tell you something, man. Since <laughs> Joe Biden's open that southern border, uh, you know, it, it's not. Well, I don't even know if it'd be burritos anymore because, uh, oh, 
we used to have to say no habla, uh, no habla espanol to these to the, to the illegals that were rushing the border. Yeah. Now it's no habla. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, the cl- the clicks from the language. Woo, yeah. buddy! Let me tell you, we got so many walking around here. I thought, hey, I thought I was about to be in some type of movie that I can't say. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, I, I was sitting there and I was walking down the street. They said, America's a melting pot. I said, melting pot? Good Lord, Alabama's a melting pot. Oh, my gosh. We, we're like a Toby Keith song, man. We got yeah. we got hookers. We got truckers. We got, we got, we got Mexican we got, mother. Yeah, you figured that out. <laughs> oh, my God. You got a, land, got every you got a lot of land in Alabama, yeah. though, Cummings. A lot of land. You got a lot of land. No. Maybe they can start building up Alabama for you. No, no, dude. Listen, this is what'll happen. This is this is this is what happens all the time. They send them here, and they'll, they'll stay here for about six, eight months, right? And then when the government stops hassling them about working at the chicken plant, because that's what they do, they'll uh they'll they'll take off to some bit uh, major city. That's what they always. Do. I thought you were gonna say they couldn't understand the Alabamians. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably move out to California where Governor Newsom will give them every, anything and everything their, to their heart's content. Hey, Cummings, just tell them to go to Florida. Let DeSantis put them on that same bus and ship them up to Delaware. Dude, let me tell you, these people around here, they love this stuff. And I'm going to tell you why. There's sirens going off. I can't help it. There's a bad down the street. Well, as many as illegal aliens you have over there, I'm sure they're nonstop. Yeah, they're raiding, yeah raiding but you know why they love them here? They, 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 these people, like, I don't know if people know this or not, but the area I live in is really a Democrat area. Everybody just votes Republican because they got to go to church on Sunday. And, man, uh, a lot of these people are Democrats and they act like Democrats, and they use these people as slave labor. They do. They, they, they use them as slave labor. They'll work them for $10, $15, $20 a day in some cases. I mean, it's, it's happening. <laughs> But the thing is, with with the Latinos, their work ethic is so much better than most Americans' work work ethic. So yes. you can pay them what you pay your normal American workers or your normal – shouldn't even say American, your, your other higher dollar workers. And you're still going to get more production out of them. And a lot of times better quality work than mm-hmm. what you're getting from Bob Smith, you know? Uh. They're, they're, they're worth more than the average American worker. I Dude, they opened a car so. wash down the street for me. And like where they're detailing cars and stuff, and these white people have been ripping people off for years. They've been like hundred twenty five, hundred fifty dollars detail your car. The Hispanic guy opened up a place down the road for me. Dude, details it takes him two hours on every car. He charges everybody fifty bucks. Damn, that's pretty good. Nice. He does a bang up job too. Let me tell you, he does a real good job. I'm in Florence tonight. I might drive a little south. Take advantage of it. (laughs) Right? Are you really? Yeah. Dude, I was in Florence today. I, I went to Tennessee. I'm sitting here waiting on lottery numbers. Lot? What, you think you're going to win? You're going to win the lotto? I don't know, dude. We spent a lot of money on the lottery today. You might have a better chance of crossing the border and coming back uh, identifying as an illegal alien to collect 450 I, did, I didn't spend a lot of money on the lottery today. Let's put it that way. Dude, I, I, I spent 20 bucks. He took all the money from all the illegals that are in town, went up and bought tickets with us. I'm, so, no, I'm sorry, man, Pedro. No, no winner. No winner. Uh, a, a preacher a preacher sent me with 100 bucks and told me, give me give, give me $100 worth of lottery Wait, t- wait. A preacher gave you money to buy lotto tickets. No, I don't see any problem there. 
Oh, dude, that's common. That that's not. He had to be a non-denominational. Well, I guess, yeah. Right. There's a guy. He has since passed here in San Diego. He was uh, he was a very big guy. Uh, he he did a lot for the homeless community and stuff like that here in San Diego. His name was uh, Father Joe Carroll. That fucker. When I worked at a casino, uh, you would he would come in. Play slot machines loaded with hundred dollar bills. Oh my all night. You know when? Uh, you know when? Uh, you know when? And to me now, may not be everybody's interpretation, but to me, when uh, like people say, "Oh, it's sinful." The pastor's doing it. You know, the only time I believe that gambling is sinful in a way, you lose. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Is when is when you don't have the money to do it and you're doing exactly it. yeah no I I if I go into a casino I take out what I'm willing to lose not not what I'm willing to play with understand that what I'm willing to lose and that's it when that's gone it's gone if I play for a couple hours and have fun and walk out and have lost it all it was all entertainment I look at that I look as at gambling as entertainment not as I've got to win and by the way. Chad is funny as hell because when you look under Maybe Cummings, it says Maybe Cummings liked the show. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a quick time out. We'll be right back. Our first break of the night. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Wednesday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. So, um, Cummings, uh, what do you think is going to happen uh, to get your take? What's going to happen at the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial? Uh, I think you. I think you've got two. I think you've got one or two jurors that are scared right now because they want to say not guilty, but they know what's going on outside. Yeah, I. Uh, that's uh, some of the stories I've read. That's I'm getting the. But do you think uh, so? How do you think it's going to end up? I think it'll wind up with a hung jury, and then the then the judge will uh, throw it out. He'll say that uh, the ju- this judge is willing to take the heat, man. He's standing up for the Constitution. Uh, you know what? God bless this guy, man, because he he really is. He he. Uh, I've, I've been really impressed of what I've seen of him. Um, he sounds like a, a, a an upstanding judge, and that, that that's hard to find in modern day America. Yep, I agree. Hey, slightly, I got to back up a little bit. You see, Honeybee's post. I forgot about that. Honeybee sold a liquor store to a priest. Keep reading. <laughs> and his boyfriend. And? And they came to closing with a suitcase of cash. I rolled in my commissions all over the bed. Yeah, that's probably the United Methodist Church. They don't. So, I mean, it's, you know, it was a very popular and uh, very so financially the, secure liquor store. So it was it was a lot of money in that suitcase. So the priest was gay? Yeah, that's that's common. No, just his United- boyfriend slightly. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my. The the United Methodist Church that's very common over there. Well, this guy, the Father Joe Carroll guy, you know, I heard someone saying, "Oh, he was uh, collecting money in the what is it called? The little dish that you uh, petri dish that you uh, the offering like, dish." Yeah, the offering dish. No, yeah. this guy, he would run commercials on the radio station, donate your car, boats, and everything else. By the way, it was a Catholic church from South Carolina. Oh, oh it, it, listen, cat, the, no, I can't go there. Never mind. Just for thinking it, Jeremy. I met them a few times. They were nice guys. Well, I'm not saying that they weren't nice guys. I'm just saying that the Catholic Church, you know, at least it was a grown man. That means you used to own a liquor store, Pert. 
Say it again. That means you used to own a liquor store. No, that means my wife was dealing with some people who used oh, to own a liquor store. Oh, gosh. I thought it was yours. I'm like, you got no. cash. I'm like, oh, I dead. would never want to own a liquor store. Too much liability and you have to deal with too many drunks. Yeah. For, for a second, I thought it was Daddy Pert. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anywho, um, what else is oh Eric, you wanted to invite somebody uh, to call in? I don't know if um the you know, like the Podfather show is still in here, um if he's interested in joining us. Oh yeah. And I and here's the other thing. I thought uh another show called You the Podfather. Um Torch um g- gave me that that name um when he was on Podbean, but lately he, he's not been too active on P- Podbean. I think he's been doing that t- Twitter spaces. Uh-huh. With like yeah. Kimberly and Michael and a couple other friends closely associated with his, you know, podcast, you know, gotcha. platform. Honeybee says uh, they drove a bright yellow Corvette with blue lights underneath. All right. Sounds like they were Hispanic. No. <laughs> hey, wow. I got I got something for you. I made myself die out laughing the other day. No, you didn't, because you're back yeah. here on the show. No, dude, listen. I, so since I've quit my podcast and all that, and I've, I've taken, I've taken time to, you know, just, just my, just, just my, you know, I, I've got free time, and it's like it's beautiful. So I, I agreed to myself that I was gonna, I agreed with myself that I was gonna read the complete New Testament before Christmas because I was like, this is something I want to do. Okay. So I read all four of the Gospels in like a week. And so I'm going to knock that thing out before Thanksgiving probably. So I'm sitting there the other day, and I'm going to fix myself some some lunch. Sitting there, and I'm like, you know, I wonder if, if we get to heaven... If some cholo, you know, everybody does everybody know what a cholo is? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like, I wonder if some cholo is going to some cholo is going to sneak in. He's going to somehow make his way to heaven and then he's going to get there and all those streets are going to be gold and he's going to gather up something. He's going to hide them and then everybody's going to be looking for him. And then he's going to be sitting there and his mom's going to say, "Fool, what's wrong with you? You're trying to steal. He's going to be like, mom, I tried to list them on Christless fool, but nobody would buy them. So I list them on ePay. And the only person that was interested was some dude named Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my Lord. God. That's fantastic. That's really good. Yeah. Did you, get, did you catch that, part? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to the show, The Podfather. What is going on, Podfather? How you doing? Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Oh, man. Not what I was expecting. I was expecting to hear, thank you for having me slightly. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> right? So what's going on now? Slightly was that, was that not Italian in. enough for you? No, man. You got to get the mafioso to it, you know? So slightly wanted him to call like in. The so he made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Who's popping Forget pills? About it. it sounds like somebody's popping pills. That's me. Oh, oh, oh pop, sorry. Pills. Sorry, Podfather. <laughs> <laughs> It does take a lot to be on the show, so pop, pop you're busting away. my balls over here. No, we don't bust balls. We just whip asses. Okay, I'm done. You're done now. No more pills. Oh. Did you bring any to share? Well, I mean, I brought enough for show and tell. Oh, okay. 
So uh, what uh, what brings you on? Uh, how's uh, are you uh, are you doing a show now or tell us? About um, you. Yeah, or... well, I mean, I I have another show on another channel, but I was invited to uh, come over here and check you guys out from a show I was in earlier this evening. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry you were invited, but <laughs> <laughs> well, should I should I say I, I, I was caught... indicted? You're yeah, indicted. There you go. We do a nice, yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I, I saw the Podfather show over in the It's Doomsday podcast at Slacker eighty two, and you know, and and I extend him an invitation to come check you out too slightly, and then, and whenever like John DeVito and the old man are, and Ralph are on, hopefully he'll check out those shows and and see what he thinks about them. All right. Well, that sounds like a plan to be. Until now, I've done like pre-recorded podcasts and stuff where, you know, do, do a recording on a particular subject, upload it and then leave it. And only recently have I actually gotten into doing the live podcasts. And, and my take on those is I actually enjoy those a lot more. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. We've been doing it for, gosh, a year, year and a half. Oh, my God. Sorry, Eric. Uh, you're you're buzzing out uncontrollably. Eric's very popular. He gets like a th- thousand uh, text messages uh, well, during our show. That, that's pretty- Eric's pocket rocket. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, John DeVito's blowing up Twitter like crazy, um, which that shouldn't surprise anyone. Hey, My John- pill timer is going off. Tell me it's time to take another pill. Oh, there, yeah, exactly. John, stop texting uh, or, or tweeting and, and come join the show. So uh, what do you like to talk about? Me? Yeah. My 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 show um genre is typically about uh, the political arena, current affairs. Okay. And uh, but, uh left, right, center, where where you at? Um constitutionalist, but I typically lean more towards the Republican side. Okay. And how um we ask uh, all of our uh, new uh callers we always ask them this question. Um how many genders do you believe there are? Two. Oh, okay. No, You're counting allowed. those two. <laughs> You're allowed to stay. Don't boot him. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So generally speaking on our show, we, we, we go through a lot of different headlines and, and all that. We haven't really gotten to any of that shit yet today. Uh, well, I guess a little bit. But I'm missing like half of the studio. So like I usually have two or three computers going on. I'm only working off one because I'm moving. So uh, you don't get the full effect of the show, unfortunately, because usually we're on uh, D live and all that, but uh, hopefully sometime early next year, we'll be back. And uh, right now we're just streaming live on Podbean, And then eventually one of these days we'll get uh, published shows uh, back on track for, for Jeff duck, because uh, she's, she's been really upset lately because we're, uh, we're a little bit behind on published shows. I don't believe it. Yeah, I know, Jess. You're probably well, just going to have to drop like unedited shows, except for the Ray Bell show from last week. You only got a business to run, a life to to live, and a household to move. You know what the hell's a problem here, slightly? Well, I don't know. I, I invited Jess Tuck. I told her I'd pay for her airline fee to come come do all the work for me, but she hasn't taken me up on that yet. Go to Home Depot. I'm sure you'll find somebody. No, I've, I've, <laughs> there's nobody there. They're all in line collect, to collect $450,000. So you do more more uh, of the live shows than, than like the, the upload shows like I do then? Yeah, I, I, I don't do any uploaded shows. The uploads that I do are from the live cast. Um, 
I find it very difficult, and I really congratulate those who can do like a taped version of their show. Uh, I I don't think I could sit here and talk to myself and talk uh, without other people. Being Takes around. a lot of editing. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it really does. <laughs> yeah, you is. know, you know, and then um, I know like a, like couple of people who are no longer doing shows on Podbean, but because they now are mostly focused on doing their shows over on Twitch. Um, including like nonsense password. Um, the way he can like, for example, take callers on his, his show over on Twitch is they have to call him through the Discord server. That's got to be a pain in the ass. I mean, I can I, barely, people, I can barely get people to go to the damn website, let alone go on, on a fucking Discord thing. <laughs> go go on Discord. I guess people aren't here, easily motivated. There, type this. Yeah, too much stuff. They, they'd have to have three computers just to listen to you. I know, yeah. right? I mean, that's a I, I can't get into the Discord thing either. I can't do it. I think it's too, I don't know. Um, it's too sophisticated. I think that's the word to use. I mean, I, I think with the Discord, um, you, you've really got to know how to, to work it, is what I would say. Because, I mean, I, I don't really fool with it too much, except to contact friends who might otherwise not fool with like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. I don't well, thanks for not giving up on me, Jess. I appreciate that. I really do. Tears likes, uh, I think, I think tears likes discord. Anywho, what, I'm going to get to what's up. Why would you ever name a company after something that means that you don't agree? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, discord. It, it's not. Question. Yeah. Do what? Did I tell y'all what Facebook's new, uh, name means? Meta. Mm hmm. Uh, a lot? I don't know. Uh, meta means death in Hebrew. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, Mary says it too. Hey, hey, what is it? What is it? I say, Eric. Social media, death. drama, divorce. Oh, the, the, the is <laughs> the, uh, the Israeli people were highly upset about it too. Well, there's they also were, another company named Meta. Yeah, they're getting sued for it right now. I, I, that that company is suing Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. Yeah, take Good. take Zuckerberg for all he's got. That piece of shit. I can't. I seen some it. weird video on Zuckerberg the other day. I can't remember what it was, but it was just it was so creepy. Like he was just sitting there, and he was just like, uh, "He looks creepy. He's an like alien making pizza or something." I don't I don't remember what he was making, but. He just kept saying it over and over again. And, you know, I look at him and people are like, oh, he doesn't look human. No, no, he's human. He just looks like he's possessed by the devil. I mean, he he's just he's weird. Yeah, he, well, he looks weird. Well, I mean, take a look at all. One way the, I can tell is look at his eyes. I mean, look at the, he's he's uh, never mind. I'm not going to go there. He's he's very interesting little feller. He is that I'll 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 just repeat what he said. He's, he got a mail order bride. And nobody ever said anything about it. Shh. And that's <laughs> what was in the Manila envelope. <laughs> <laughs> a mail order bride, like M A L E bride. No, like a mail, like like if you've never heard of a mail order bride. Yes, I have. I have. I was trying to make funny because it was insinuating that he was gay. No, dude, he's not gay. He's creepier. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> and, you know, 
one thing I've learned about, like, like you, you, you say, like, how Zuckerberg looks kind of creepy, but the way I can tell, like I said, is, like, l- like look at his eyes. Because, cause like, when you make direct eye contact with somebody, you, you they, they basically say your eyes are, like, the window to your soul. Honeybee's got a whole thing about that. Oh, does she? Yeah, about, like, she, she read some stuff on it one time about how uh, the eyes, and if you look, and there's all the whites exposed around their eyes all the time. It's it's something to do with their psychological makeup. They're just a little out there. He is out there, but he's a very rich, fucking out there kind of guy. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. he got it all by he got it all by stealing somebody else's intellectual property. Yeah, yeah nothing hey, he has was created by thing? his own hands. Do so, what, Podfather? Nothing he has was created by his own yeah. hands. He he, he exactly. stole it or bought it from someone else. Yep, yep. that he did. Kind of like Bill Gates. Bill Gates did the exact same thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So did Elon. Oh, interesting. I don't know enough about Elon's past history to comment on that. I, I heard well, that. He, I heard he, that the, he uh, got to start with PayPal. I heard that Tesla. I heard that the car, like, um, like he had an actual engineer that was working for him or something like that that created the like created this on his own and was going to make it his own company. And then he was like, no, you can't do that because it's your con like it was in the contract or something. And he took it away from him. So Podfather, he, did he come up with PayPal or he was part owner? Or it, what? I believe he was a co-founder of PayPal. Yes. Okay. Um, and PayPal has had tons of lawsuits during the, the tenure that he was there where they were accused of constantly freezing people's accounts <laughs> And holding the money for six months, 180 days, oh my and not giving it back to him for no reasons. Well, and it's believed that during that time that he was freezing all these accounts, he would take that person's money, invest it into different things, and then after the six months, give it back. So he's investing other people's money for his own profit. If he's nothing else, you, you take enough accounts and hold them for that long, it's a hell of a lot of interest. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I once had my account frozen. I, to this day, I will not use PayPal. I once had my account frozen with nineteen thousand eight hundred dollars in it, and no matter what I did, they would not give it back to me for one hundred and eighty days. Holy! I was one, I was one of their victims. That sounds is- like extortion. To, you know, to this day, I will not use PayPal for nothing. I'd rather go on food stamps than use PayPal or food? cash app. Yeah. <laughs> I, I use Venmo right now. I don't know if I like that or not, but Sir, slightly serious uses uh, cryptocurrency. He just gives everybody's information. So if you need any money from him, just take it. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> well, that's what you told me. It is true, but I don't do that anymore. And I gave the keys to my wallet away. And, uh, slightly. What's your mother's uh, social security number? Yeah. Um, uh, four, two. No, oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't ask for your, you know. Well, hey, listen, that story about Elon, that may not be true. I don't know. That could have been a rumor I heard one time, but I don't know. If it's wrong, if it's false information, I'm sorry. But uh, I got to run, guys. Oh, well, it was good to hear from you there. You have a good um, we certainly welcome you coming back, Jeremy. Catch oh, yeah. Later, hey, I got I got some good news, though. He's got a rock. What? You, you actually know that we landed on the moon? No, we didn't <laughs> land on the moon. But let me tell you something. Uh, I, I did put more. What is it? I quit smoking. Oh, congratulations. Really? Yeah. How'd you do that? Just quit. 
Well, good for you. I'm glad to hear that. that that's that's how my, my dad smoked for 43 years, did the hypnotism, the patches, the, the filters, all that. And one time I was like, Dad, I haven't seen you smoke for quite a while. And he goes, yeah, I just quit. I go, what finally did it? He goes, I just woke up one day, realized how much money I was spending, and decided to quit. Mine had so, nothing to do with money. I yeah. wish I could do that. But I mean, it's, uh, but what I'm saying is you just, you've got, it's got to be mentally acceptable to you to quit. You know what I mean? It, it, all that other stuff, if you don't have the deep down desire to quit, you're not going to. Yeah, because I can want to. You in tobacco. And it's just like, I can use chewing tobacco and I could always use chewing tobacco and I could just throw chewing tobacco away anytime I wanted to. So like when I was having the cravings or whatever, I just pop a little chewing tobacco in there and then I'd go about my day and then boom, I was fine, dude. Let me tell you, it, it just, it was so simple. So now you're chewing tobacco once in a while. Mm, in a way, but not really. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> Let's say yes. No, I mean, once in a while. I mean, yeah, I mean, once in a while, but I mean. You, it's, know, you like, have a container of chew with you right now. Mm. Are you holding a spit cup? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Uh, um, no, I do use it from time to time. And it's just like, you know, it's just when the urge gets there and you can't, you know, it's like, I don't want to smoke. I, dude, I, let me tell you, when I quit smoking, let me tell you something, the, the biggest thing I noticed. Dude, I had no idea my neighbor up the street that lives on the corner that I, I didn't even know he smoked. All right, I was standing out here and I was doing something. I, I can't. I'm at, I was talking to my mom. She had pulled up, and I was standing there and I was talking to my mom. I think it was my mom. Anyway, I was talking to somebody. <laughs> you think it was your mom? <laughs> I can't remember who exactly it was I was talking to, but I remember it. People, dude, let me tell you, I smelled it and I was like, oh my god, somebody's smoking a cigarette, and I was like, whoa, and so then I went and got in my truck. And man, I've had that truck forever. Like I will not get rid of it. I just fixed it again, and I will not get rid of that truck. And uh, I got in it today, and I was like, "Good God, man! I got to do something about this cigarette on this truck." Well, I'm glad that you're uh, you quit smoking. If you need a fix on nicotine, you can always go to the website vaporinvasion.com. I got you set up for your nicotine needs. Because for like me. I can't stand smoking anymore, but my body loves the nicotine. So, uh, healthier way to get your nicotine. Are, nicotine are, beef jerky is that possible? Ooh. not that I would condone it, but I just yeah, I wouldn't condone that either. But uh, that's interesting. Oh, you know what would be good <sighs> if you could get What's a that? nicotine infused drink. Mm, wow. I don't know. I know I can mix caffeine into a nicotine product. Why couldn't you mix nicotine like that synthetic nicotine? You might be able to. I don't if know. If it's flavorless, I mean, how would you? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, I know they CBD. Go ahead, Derek. I remember you. We, we had like a seeker on the call like a couple weeks ago. We, we used to know him as Sir Minty. And whenever he would like in, inhale on that, um, vape really hard like you would, and you can hear it, it it's like, geez, easy on the Oh, bike. he's like a train. Oh, he goes. <laughs> 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 uh, I remember that. Like, I could tell every time that guy's sitting there, and all of a sudden you'd be like, Sir Minty, uh, what do you think about that? Well, well, uh, 
It's not like he had a straw right up to the phone, just suck about. It felt like he's about to suck your ear through the phone. Oh yeah, it's it's outrageous. Uh. <laughs> or, or blow out one of your eardrums with it. Right. Something, man. Let me tell you, he he loves that vape. Well, yeah, I mean that's a you know a, a great alternative to people that are trying to quit smoking. It's uh, you know I'm not going to tell you that it's healthy, but it's a hell of a lot better of a, an alternative than uh, oh. smoking cigarettes. <laughs> if you got to start into you as a customer, you could retire slightly. Right. And John Gale. Are you opening a store in Vegas or? No, we're going to do the beef jerky in Vegas. We're going to keep the stores here in San Diego. Oh, okay. I was wondering. I haven't heard from you, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, I've been packing uh, like night and day. So I got uh, three more days, and they're gonna. I have a couple of guys uh, going to get uh, the big stuff and load it in the pot. So. Yeah, that's always good. You always, you know. I, dude, I'll never, I'll never move again without hiring somebody. Oh yeah, it's the worst thing uh, ever in life. That's for sure. Uh, it was it was terrible the last time I moved. It was just like, God, man, you don't realize how much stuff you have until you move. Uh, I don't think anybody enjoys moving, TV, does it? Hold on, one second. <laughs> uh, what were you? Uh, go ahead, uh, Podfather. Uh, just re- retorting that I don't think anybody enjoys moving. Uh, I would rather leave my stuff behind and start over again. I would too, but uh, I think um, Big Sexy would have a problem with that. <laughs> well, you know, when I moved out of my old house like three years ago, of course, that was not a really easy time for me because that the house in question had been in my family for so long. Because when when you live in a place for like so many years, or or a house that's been in your family for like fifty or sixty years, um, it, it's hard to let it go because you really have so many memories of living in that place and. You know, and 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 it and it's real sobering to see see like a lot of junk you would probably have have that you really no longer don't want and don't need, regardless of whether it's sentimental or not. Right. Mm. I, I I remember uh, about fifteen twenty years ago, uh, I went up probably a few years back to a place that I grew up in. And it was up in the mountains. It was like a little you know, the aesthetics of like a log cabin type place. And I went up and visited that neighborhood again. And it was so depressing to see, like, the entire area, like, filled with, like, crack addicts or something because it's all fucking just torn to shit. So that was, that was kind of sad to see. But, yeah, it's uh, difficult moving uh, out of a place that you've spent many years and stuff like that. So I totally get that. And then, and then neighbors, you know, you got to know, like, family, too. Yeah. Well, there's this one old bag. <laughs> God, Amadi, tell me how you really feel. Yeah, no, she was. Uh, her name was Helen. I, I, I vividly remember her. And as a kid, I mean, she was like the worst fucking person you'd want to have on your block because as a kid, you know, you'd like to get into things. That kind you of like a nosy into. neighbor. Oh, she would sit on her front patio porch and she would fucking gab her mouth off like no tomorrow to everybody. She knew everybody's business. Yeah. Well, I think when you and Big Sexy move out of your current place, the one person you're not going to miss is Dagmar and her chickens. Oh, I'll have something for Dagmar as a going away present, so you'll you'll have to (laughs) Uh stay tuned for that. Uh, Mrs. Kravitz, who's Mrs. Kravitz there, John? I don't know. I don't know Mrs. Kravitz. Anyways, we're going to take our last and final time out for the evening. I'll see you guys. It was good getting to talk to all of you. See you later, Jeremy. Love you all. Jesus loves you more. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.
enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right, I'll get to uh, some other headlines uh, that, uh, you know, dig into the old mailbox. Um, first off, we have uh, wacko Democrat in Tennessee saying the, quote, let's go, Brandon, is equal to burning the flag. Oh, my. What the hell is wrong with these fucking people? Oh, my. I, well, slightly. You know, um, I mean, Democrats usually don't bother, you know, caring about burning the flag. So interesting. It is interesting. They seem to be okay with burning the flag, and, and it's uh, to you know, whenever. Well, out in Texas, um, you've got John Hagee's church in San Antonio. Um, you know, who, who's facing a lot of scrutiny because of like the whole like "Let's go, Brandon." But at least they're not saying the "F Joe Biden." Hey, if they don't like "Let's go, Brandon," I'm all for "Fuck Joe Biden." Yeah. I'm totally fine with that but, too. Um, but then you've got to confess your sins to the. Father, forgive me, for I have sinned. It would be worth it. <laughs> it would be where where are you seeing them say this? Is it in the chat? I, I don't see it. Well, I'm, I'm, I've, I've read stories about that. Um, I, I think I can go and dig one up. Well, they're, they've been chanting, ch- chanting it at like stadiums and stuff like that across the country. No, I, I mean that the, the, it's being akin to the burning the flag uh, comment. Oh, is a Fox News article? This is a, a news oh, article. Okay. Fox, a, a Tennessee Democrat said that he believes the "Let's Go Brandon" chant, critical of President Biden, should be equated to setting the American flag on fire. Tennessee State. Does Rep- nobody else see the hypocrisy in this, or, or, or I mean, the, the the irony in this? Oh yeah. Oh, big time! It's it's. These it's, are the oh, same big. people that that go around burning the flag mm-hmm. as a form of statement and the, their expression, saying they hate the country. Well, and now they're trying to make it. They're trying to associate something that we do and trying to make it sound like a bad thing by referencing burning the flag with it. Right. I mean, it's not just the flag. It's not just the flag that they like to burn. They like to burn down buildings and everything else, too. Yep. Anyways, uh, State Representative Gloria Johnston, uh, Johnson tweeted that on Monday that she believes the anti-Biden chant should be equal to burning the flag as a friend said i think it should be equated with burning the flag in essence that's what they are doing um but the shit they said about trump that was no problem yeah yeah that's (laughs) you can you can literally threaten uh president donald trump and you'll get away with it but god forbid you say fuck joe biden or even let alone let's go brandon and how how does she get that it's in essence the same thing as burning the American flag. Joe Biden is so anti-American to where that American flag means so much more than Brandon. Well, let's get her number posted and all the Brandon supporters can call her and say, look, we're just all NASCAR fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Can you? Could you imagine if they – basically came out and said, and I probably shouldn't say this because there's people probably listening that will take note of this, but imagine if tomorrow morning they came out and said, saying, let's go, Brandon, in essence, is the same thing as that you want to kill Joe Biden, and you'll go to jail for it. Um, 
then I would just start you, you, saying, I went FJ past him, past him, though. I mean, that's I something they would do. It is. And that's the scary thought. We're that far, so close to the communistic regime that I, like, mm-hmm. like Godfather said, I wouldn't, it wouldn't put it past them to try to do such a thing. If they can force you to take a fucking shot in the arm, what's then I would start chanting, let's go, Brenda's boss. Oh, Brenda's boss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know. They need to do something in Tennessee. That's for damn sure. Imagine being so stupid that you're not even smart enough to recognize your own stupidity. That's the whole liberal party. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Joe Biden doesn't even know if he shits his pants or not. No, he's he's fifty fifty on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think we need to get you a new soundbite, slightly of of like Biden saying that his butt's been wiped. Remember that one? Oh yeah! Come on, man. Oh, he doesn't like that. Yeah. Or um, or or the you're a lying dog face pony soldier. I like that. Well, I think I have that one. The other one that I like uh-huh. is uh, if you know if you don't vote for me, you're not black. But people, oh yeah, about that. John said uh, he heard that NASCAR may go after those who use their logo colors on Let's Go Brandon merchandise. Speaking of which, I was at the local farmers market over the weekend, and I saw I don't know he was probably a 15 year old kid, and uh, he had a T-shirt. With the NASCAR logo and the whole Let's Go Brandon thing on it. I'm like, that's what's up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm like, out of all places, I can't believe I saw it in California. What if you took a NASCAR car image running over Brandon on a T-shirt? Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be – I would like to have that one. That (laughs) That would, would almost qualify as hate speech. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say it killed him. I just said it ran over. (laughs) Yeah, just a bump in the road. Yeah. Hey, that could be the tag on the shirt. (laughs) Just a bump in the road for the next three years. (laughs) That's how we have to look at things in our society right now. We're in a whole thing of it's a bump in the road in our lives. Yeah. That's what Brandon is. If we don't laugh about it, we'll we'll just end up crying. Yeah, well, we've been doing both. Oh, especially if he starts to tax uh, my un what is it my unrealized income, then then we're that up. is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. what, what else you got? The six hundred dollar bill. Oh, speaking of six hundred dollars, uh, Podfather, um, Perk, I think Pert missed this, but uh, the state of California sent slightly a nice little going away present. He finally got his like overdue past Golden State stimulus. Wow! Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. A nice little nice gift. parting gift, isn't it? I thought so. Thank you. Uh, you know, thank you to uh, Governor. So, well, why am I thanking him? It's my own fucking money. Yeah, you should have moved earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, back here in California. I mean, in- he's the same one you called Governor Nuisance and Governor Newsom. Remember. Oh, yes. Uh, new scum, nuisance, um, the laundry. We should but, call him the laundry. Um, well, but, but, you know, but we know Lady Me doesn't like us talking bad about the California governor. But oh, she who gives, gives a shit, two right? shit. Yeah, who gives a shit? She's leaving California anyway, so what the hell does she care? 
Anyways, uh, speaking of California, exactly. a, uh, a fucking bear wandered into the 7-Eleven uh, <laughs> terrified an employee. Oh, my God. People who work at the late shift uh, at the 7-Eleven are probably used to dealing with some unusual customers, but one employee in California had to deal with a situation that probably wasn't covered in the employee manual. The worker you- felt a bear going into the store. Can you play the video or the audio of that video? Oh, yeah. Let's uh, let's take a look. You got to listen to this young lady. Hi, I'm Shatan. My oh, name is Shatan. Shatan. That's not her. Yeah, that I don't know. Who the hell names her kid Shatan? Uh, that <laughs> girl's parents. Probably on a lot. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Just call her shit for short. Shit <laughs> for short. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. We have like 10 seconds. This is a long uh, commercial break. Wow. Amazon.com. That's right. Actually, uh, I couldn't believe it. In uh, Las Vegas, there's like three or four Amazon hubs out there. Hold All on. right, here, here we go. My goodness. He knows how to open. Hey! Stop! <laughs> hey! Hey! Let's stir it a minute. Get out! Get out! Because <laughs> the. <laughs> Bears open. He's ah! at the front door of the 7 ah! Eleven. <laughs> she goes from calm to scared to back to calm again. Oh my God. Into panic. Because the bear fucking understands English, right? Get out. <laughs> it was a pretty big bear, too. Yeah, it was a big bear. If you want to see the video, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, post it right now on the Twitter, Twitter. So you can. Uh, you, you have to watch it. It's funny. And he opens the door by himself. He does. He's he's a grown adult bear. It's Yogi. And, oh, yeah. Hey, lady, you got to pick a nigga basket? <laughs> <laughs> now, he, the, uh, that was a black bear, I think. It looked like a black bear. I think it was. It was just a little brownish, but it did look like a black bear. When I, when I was younger, uh, we would go... Hello. Hello. Yes, Podfather. Everybody cut out and got quiet. Oh. I don't well, know. We were here. Where'd you we're go? We're still here, but uh, <laughs> I'm here, here the whole time. Just, uh, I, I heard what, what, when I when I was younger, we would go. Oh, we'd go to the porn store. No, I'm just kidding. We would go <laughs> to the Sequoia National Forest, and uh, you know, you always hear about bears in the forest and all that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So we're out there and we're camping, and you know they're. My dad would always say, well, son, you got to put the fucking groceries in the lockbox. You don't want to keep it in the cooler out. You don't want to leave it in the car. And I was like, yeah, whatever, dad. Uh, You know, I did was I was asked. But apparently another family, a few campsites down, uh, apparently they didn't know or they didn't care. But they woke up and found that their car was broken into and with busted windows because a fucking bear oh my gosh wanted some food so that was some scary shit i, I was watching some comedy show just recently and they were camping and they go now you gotta hang the food up in the air so the bear can't reach it and one of the persons goes well if the food's in the air and they can't reach it but they're hungry 
then are they going to eat us? And he just drops the rope, lets the food hit, and they walk off. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what show it was, but it was funny. That is hilarious. Yeah, I don't. Ever since then, I don't want to go back to to the Sequoia National Park because there's fucking bears. You, you never know what uh, people, things in the wild will do. There's there's bears in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge and all too in eastern Tennessee. Oh my God! See, so I won't move there. No, they don't bother you. You don't bother them. Nature, you know what? For the most part, you don't mess with nature. Nature won't mess with you. It won't bite you back. I don't know. I I just get Well, and I think the the bear in that story, um, here here would be a good running joke. Um, Dark Bear called. um, He wants his bear back in the woods. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. Uh, what else do we got? A uh, Texas church under fire after chance of viral anti-Biden phrase caught on video. Quote, gut-wrenching. What's this about? A Texas church is coming under fire over a video showing people inside the place of worship chanting the <coughs> wonderful phrase of let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Unbelievable. Everybody's getting their fucking panties in a twist over this let's go, Brandon stuff. I love it. I think it's hilarious. I do, too. I, Such I think- a harmless phrase, but. Okay. Now you want to take it? I I think, and and I would love it for it to continue to go viral, for people Mm -hmm. to continue to chant it at stadiums across America. For over three years, I want to hear this thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's do it. Let's go. Brandon would make for a great Christmas carol. It would. Christmas cards. Oh, there you go. Christmas cards. Yeah. If I had Slightly's money, I would pay sports arenas to put it on that flashing thing that goes around the whole arena, you know? Oh. They got the TVs that go all the way around it. Just keep scrolling it. You know what, Perk? When we get to Las Vegas and we get into our new studio, we'll be broadcasting live from the Let's Go Brandon Studios. There you go. Like it. That's right. Uh, anyways, the video. Of the what did Jess say? What Jess, are you misbehaving? Just because you win fucking trivia doesn't mean you get to control the show. <laughs> yeah, Rena probably wouldn't do that is what she's saying. Oh, God, you got to spoil it. Uh, billboards, depending on the what, the property of the billboard, that's uh, relative to your cost uh, monthly, John. Uh, the uh, Twitter, uh, the video of People chanting has more than 2 million views on Twitter. Church officials said the chant did not occur during services. Quote, this past week, Cornerstone Church facilities were used by an outside organization. Cornerstone Church is not associated with this organization and does not endorse their views. That part I didn't see. Now, but let's, let's, let's say they were associated with it. Doesn't a church have a right to express their beliefs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who gives a shit if it's associated or not? Anybody's more than welcome to say, you know, say the phrase "Let's go, Brandon." I mean, it's encouragement. Yeah. So, so you're going to judge now on where you can and can't say it. I know, right? What happens when uh, you're at uh, your your kid's little league game and there's a kid, Brandon, and someone yells out, "Let's go, Brandon!" Then, then everybody will start chanting, <laughs> cheer for that little kid. <laughs> Uh, the church held a, quote, a Reawaken America conference November 11th through the 13th, where allies of former President Donald Trump and Michael Flynn and, you know, that pillow guy spoke. And, uh, oh, gosh. Me, yeah. I don't, my pillow guy just needs to 
I don't disappear for a while. I, I'm already done with him, but I, I'm interested to see if he has anything of substance to produce at Thanksgiving because he hasn't given us crap yet. Well, I'm sorry. He's given <laughs> us crap so far. The only person that's been given crap is uh, Joe Biden in his pants. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Col- uh, who's this Coleman person? Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see. Coleman was repeatedly tagged on TikTok over the video. He addressed the issue on his own TikTok account, describing the scene as, quote, a white nationalist cult rally. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my. So now if you chant, let's go, Brandon, you're a part of a white nationalist cult, I guess. I think he meant white wow. NASCAR cult. Oh, that's what it is. Yes, yes. <laughs> Lost in interpretation. I think so. But isn't it unbelievable how these people all of a sudden are saying, oh, if you say this, well, you're, you're a white supremacist. You're a horrible person. Wait a minute. But then again, I already get called that because I haven't taken a fucking jab. So they can go fuck off. Oh, well, hey, did you see where uh, OSHA said, hey, Jojo, you, you can't do this to big businesses? Thank God. And I think the Supreme Court is going to be saying the same thing to him, whether he yeah. likes it or I, I had a feeling that's how it was going to come out when he announced that. It was just a matter of how quick did somebody make enough of a case for it to, you know, escalate to that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's it's, it's shaky ground right there. It is. I see that Shells is, uh, has joined us. Better late than never, Shells. And uh, I understand that your youngest is being very unruly tonight. Well, I have a little something for your youngest. Yeah. Give her one of those. Or give him one of those. But, hey, I think the upside would be is you know, her hanging out with Spanky and Scooter would be the highlight of the night. Shells, BP and I swear by a warm cup of Ovaltine to settle down your youngest. Unbelievable. And Shells, it's okay that you're late. Pertwee was late last night, so you know. Hey, I I would have been earlier, but I got there when I wanted to be there. Okay, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, hey. I, if you wouldn't have sent me an invitation that has a wrong time on it, well, that's Podbean, and I even looked at that tonight, right? And it said 1910 when I logged in. So when you schedule a show, you know, 1930, 20 minutes uh, in the future. So. But it says, and, and if you look at it, it has Greenwich Mean Time, right? It says 7 o'clock. Yeah. I Do you know what time it is, Greenwich Mean Time, when you go on? I don't even know where the fuck it's Greenwich like is. It's like 2.30 or 3.30. It sounds like, a, a, seven. Sandwich. It sounds like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Greenwich? It's universal time. Green, that's what everybody sets their clock by. It's like, you I, know. Thought it was, I thought green, whatever you're saying. Greenwich thought, Mean Time. I thought GMT was General Mountain Time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you need to get out of that California dirty air so you can think straight. I thought the same thing. <laughs> that it was general mountain time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh See, I'm not the only damn one. <laughs> Thank you very much, Podfather. I've never even heard of Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> yeah, I think. Have you heard of Google? No. Duck, duck, go. Only duck. Yeah. <laughs> Google, Google it. What is Greenwich Mean Time? I mean, it's a standard how how everybody is. It's what Eastern Time is based off of. What Central Time? What Western Time? Mountain Time? Pacific Time? All that stuff. Why can't we just have one fucking time? And it, whether it's dark, you're on uh, your side of the wherever the hell you're at, it's still the same time. Because I like that. Because that would just not work slightly. It would work. I probably would know. 
No, because then if you set the time in a business and you say, okay, here are our business hours. Yeah. How would you ever, it wouldn't work. It just well, it would, it would because 5.30, it would be 5, 30, 5 o'clock everywhere. And everybody loves 5 o'clock. So everybody is going to go to sleep at 10 p.m. no matter where you live. And it could be perfectly daylight out. So yep. the, the hours that you're awake to farm, it's dark night. outside. Oh, yeah. They got lights. We got lights. I mean, that makes about as much sense as Brandon, I'm telling you. Are you going to run his campaign next time? I'm thinking about it. That's well, they could still set their business hours for daylight hours. It's just that when we're going to bed at eight o'clock, they might get. I mean, they, they might be getting up to get ready to go to work. Yeah, well, it's okay. It doesn't work. <laughs> I like it, guys. I like <laughs> it. Makes a lot more sense than this Greenwich bullshit. No, no, it doesn't. It <laughs> sounds like a salad. I said it sounds like a sandwich, but you know. Yeah, it might be a sandwich somewhere, just like you know, like Chell says, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Greenwich Mean might be a sandwich somewhere. I don't know. It might. I don't know. We'll see. Anywho, um, I think that's all the time we have tonight. Um, after we're, gosh, I, I'm trying to set a set it up to where everyone is informed what's going on here in the studio. Uh, we are going to be. Let's see. So we'll be going away for a while. So don't forget now, tomorrow's show will be on at 6.30, everybody's time. <laughs> 6.30? No, no, Per. That's what you just said. Uh, <laughs> 6.30 Pacific time. The only time. Uh, See, it's already came back to bite you in the ass. See? I know. I'm fucking believable. <sighs> I, I told you, you not to do it. Specific time or Pacific time? Specific time, yeah. Specifically Pacific is what you're saying. Okay, got it. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. But I'm trying to figure out because, you know, we're packing up the pod on the 20th, the heavy stuff. We're leaving the 29th. So I, I know that we will be on vacation, on hiatus, at least on the 29th. I don't know. Keep keep um, If you want to find out and keep track of what the hell's going on with the show, make sure you go to the, uh, the Twitter twatter. At slightly serious, and uh, we'll make sure to keep in touch with what's going on. Tomorrow and Friday, we'll still be on uh, at six thirty specific time or GMT time, whatever the hell Pert wants to say. <laughs> yeah. Just, new to your show, do you mind me asking well, what equipment you're on? Ah, uh, gosh, it's been a while since someone asked me for my equipment. Um, I'm working with. Um, let's see. I have a Roadcaster, uh, Roadcaster Pro. That's what I have, and I love it. Uh, I yes. I also have the Pod Mic, but I am using the SMB, whatever overly priced microphone. Uh, don't SN7, yeah, yep, the Sure Mic. I have that too. I think it's overpriced compared to the Pod Mic, but I don't hear a hell of a lot of difference. But you know, to each their own. Um, in addition to that, I am running everything through a Mac computer. And normally, with the video side of things, generally we'll have a Nikon. What is it? Nikon. A Nikon camera of some sorts. Uh, Pod Father, that's only when he remembers to take the lens off, the, the lens cover off. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's a Z, Z6, I think I have. Uh, so we utilize that. In addition to, I have a stream deck for all the audio recordings. 
I have one of those too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, I wish I had more time to get the other sound bites and all that kind of crap, but I have so much. Are you, are you running more than one mic in case you ever have like in studio guests and stuff like that? Well, I do have another mic, um, which is the pod mic. Um, haven't been utilizing that. I don't get too many people, uh, that, that, is that, the, that the road pod mic. Yes. It's okay. a fantastic yeah. microphone for a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, you you cannot for anybody that's thinking of podcasting for a hundred bucks, that's the best mic a hundred dollars. So strongly, I'm all about that. Um, I I know that you know Slightly's not had like in studio guests for interviews, but we have like over the last year or so, we've we've had like some interesting guests come on, but but they've mostly been like through like Zoom calls where the video side can see them you know we were fortunate enough to have friends from the free thinkers to come on on a few occasions then we were we managed to move mountains to get like michael baca who you know last year when the when the election upheaval was going on and then anthony carbonaro discovered us and and i and i i definitely managed to get carl bonnick and neil crabtree to come on and we're looking forward to hopefully when the video simulcasts come back like booking some more interesting guests and having some more friends come back that we do, and uh, you know, the the big one that you're, we're after is Miss Peggy because we're going to get Jeremy to come back into podcasting, and I and think there was one call in. and Jessica will call in once we get uh, Peggy to call. Peggy, in. she's Miss about Peggy. as real as Riots. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I, um, I have a, a, a voicemail. I don't remember. Is I don't even know if it's is uh, Riots. I should check. You'd have to check it just to be sure. Well, you know, they always come through and just go to that. I mean, you've never got to Amazon minimum wage of $15 an hour. Amazon employees earn at least $15. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. So many browsers are open on one computer. It's uh, ridiculous. Let me see what this uh, voicemail is. Give me a second. The fuck? Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. I don't, I don't know. Someone was saying hello. Anyways, um, anyways, if we hear anything from Mr. Riots, I haven't heard from uh, Riots in a few, in a couple of weeks. That voicemail was actually something I had sent you on a uh, spam call that I got today. Oh, you got you got a oh. spam call? Yeah, it's only just a few more seconds long. They didn't want to play. Hello, hello. I recognize your voice. Hello. Hi, this is Charlotte with American Home Security. How are you today? Good, Charlotte. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for asking. Yeah, good for a computer. So I'm calling because we're offering a new state-of-the-art wireless alarm system with a free doorbell camera, mm-hmm. and uh, I just need to confirm, are you the homeowner? Well, I, I kind of squatted there. I stole the house. <laughs> <laughs> Then it just hung up. They didn't want to play. They were no fun. Oh, boo. Oh, I love that shit. How do you, how do you, my question is, how do you get it to record so fast? I, cause I have two phones. So when I get the spam call, I pop up the other one and hit record real quick on an app that I have. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Oh, interesting. Sounds like uh, Podfather's taking more pills. No, not yet. <laughs> um, Je- uh, look at Jess's comment. I did telemarketing for about two weeks. Worst Je- job ever. 
Jess Duck, you are one of those. Shame on you. Mm-mm-mm. I have no respect for telemarketers. If you're a telemarketer, I demand you quit your job and just collect government subsidies. I, I used to be a telemarketer. Or, or, go, or go get a real job, right, slightly? Well, it's a real job. It just, it's got to be, I mean, you when people are working that job, it has to be hard knowing that whenever whoever you're going to call is going to really, if they pick up, they're really going to hate having to talk to you. I don't know. I don't know. How many hundreds of calls do or you have to make to get one second? Yeah. You have to make hundreds of calls before anybody wants to talk to you, probably. I don't know. I still think we should uh, we should spam call other people. Just pick out random numbers and invite them on the show. That would be fun. Or do like Jeremy did last year, like called Nancy Pelosi and left her a nasty voicemail. Yeah, but if you call somebody and just say, hey, we want to invite you on our show, and then you just kind of start talking to them. Find out somebody really did that. Uh, Called Nancy Pelosi's office. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Cummings did. Mm -hmm. She didn't answer. He said he was calling about the used computers he had for sale. (laughs) (laughs) If she has any laptops available. Yeah. If you call any congressman or senator or anybody like that, they have people that answer their calls. They don't take calls. So that's like never going to happen. Anyways, I got to get the hell out of here. It's my father's damn birthday. I uh, was informed this morning, so I'm going to oh. go. Yeah, I, I, uh, he's, he's uh, an, uh, turning another old age today, and uh, I'm going to go wish him a happy birthday. And uh, we'll do this all again manana, uh, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern Time, or just fucking 6.30 GMT, whatever part we want. <laughs> I hope Thank you, you for having me on. I appreciate you coming on, Podfather. And, uh, you're always marking. Ho- hopefully, you, you might come, come back on. for future shows, yeah. Podfather. Catch you later, yeah, Podfather. Of course, of course. I've got a, a live show myself Friday night at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time. GMT so. time? <laughs> <laughs> is it called Sleeping with the Fishes? What is it? <laughs> Forget about it. No, it's a, Friday night mics. Oh, I like that. That's that's. Yeah, open right. debate discussions where we let people call in to, and choose what they want to argue with us about. Ooh, that could be fun. Well, we'll have to check that out. And uh, we'll catch up with you uh, a bit later, Podfather. Thanks again for calling in. And we'll see you next time. And for the rest of you, Shells, Just Duck, BP, who's always working hard. Appreciate you joining oh, us tonight. Oh, Jill, I didn't see Jill. And Mary, of course. And Jill, Jill spelled backwards, yes. What spell backwards? Well, Jill spells her last name backwards. L L I J. If you if you yeah. read her name, it's it's Jill. So slightly, no final thoughts tonight. Oh yeah, final thoughts. I forgot. I was looking at. I was thinking of what Eric just said about uh, Jill. Jill, did did you like recently graduate from school? Is that how they're teaching us how to spell now? Anyways, uh, final thoughts, producer Eric. Well, great show. Look back. Look forward to th- Thursday evening, and look forward to seeing, of course, all the great friends like Shells and Jess and and, and BP and Honeybee come back. Um, you know, and <clears throat> you know, but, but we're on Podbean for the next few few weeks or so. So, you know, just keep it right here, and, and you know, and I'll see you around the Podbean at the other great friends shows. All right, producer Eric, and uh, what about you, Pert? Uh, any final thoughts tonight? I've actually got a two-parter, but I'll just give you one part. 
You know, last last week when Honeybee and I were out, we got to do something real special. We went to see a silkworm race. It was real interesting, but it ended up in a tie. Uh-huh. Silk uh, tie. Yeah. That's there you good. go. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. For all of those that uh, might be a little slow, I, I helped you out there. Anyways, have a fantastic rest of your evening. Relax, unwind, de stress for me because I'm under a lot of it. We'll see you back tomorrow night. God bless and God bless America. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show. Slightly serious show. Guests of the Slightly Serious Show stay at the All Sweet Somni Hotel located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.
I know. <laughs>